Hello and welcome back to the Unreported World podcast. I'm Krishnan Gurumurthy. This week, Clemency Burton-Hill meets a group of young women hoping to be among Bangladesh's first female professional drivers. If successful, they'll make a far better living than in the jobs they'd otherwise be doing, like working in the garment factories around Dhaka. But none of them have ever been behind a steering wheel before. In Dhaka, one of the fastest growing cities in the world, there's often gridlock seven hours a day. It's not easy being a traffic policeman here. I think he might be the hardest working man in Dhaka. Even on a good day, it can take hours to travel just a few miles. But Bangladesh has some of the worst road safety statistics in the world. More than 20,000 people here die on the roads every year, and it's not hard to see why. Amid this chaos, there's not a female driver to be seen. But this women's driving school is trying to change that. Today, one of their pupils, Mafuza Begum, is going to venture onto a public road for her very first time, even if it is one of the capital's quieter highways. In Bangladesh, a woman learner driver is extraordinary. Women just don't drive here. Mirror, signal. And they certainly don't change flat tires. Check the tyre. Just look out of the window. OK, now I'm really impressed. Mafusa does everything a man would do, because even more remarkably, this course is training her to be a professional driver, qualified to work as a chauffeur or courier, well-paid jobs that are only ever done by men. I didn't know which way the bolts went. Then the instructor told me, easy. Were you at all daunted when this entire group of men started gathering around and watching you? No, it doesn't bother me. They can come and watch. Many women do work here, but often in poor conditions in the garment industry. So how do you feel about women learning to drive? No, girls driving cars. It's not right. For Bangladeshi women, there are lots of jobs. Sewing work, there's lots of work, no problem. Surely not everybody should drive. How will men earn a living if everybody drives? I do love that as a response. If all the women in Bangladesh can drive, what will the men do? Back in the driving school, the students are told they have the right to do more than sew. They can do anything a man can do. A newborn baby has arrived in my lap. How can I tell if this is a boy or a girl? I will look at this one organ. That's when I will know. That organ doesn't drive bicycles or motorcycles or cars or planes. To drive, men need courage, intelligence, hands, feet and body. We have those things, right? That means we can do it too. In a country where women still usually depend on marriage for financial security, these women are mostly single or divorced. With the backing of the government, a Bangladeshi charity, BRAC, wants to give them a skill that will help them lead independent lives. Konika Rani Bishwan is escaping a violent marriage. She's always dreamed of learning to drive. 
Yes, I am very excited. I've wanted to do this for ages. I'll learn whatever it takes. Konica's about to drive for the first time. Yes, be careful. It's 40 degrees and tensions are running high. Press down on the accelerator. If Konica can get a job as a chauffeur, she'll earn enough not to be dependent upon finding a new husband. Slowly, go left, left, less on the accelerator. During the break, I catch up with Konica. I'm finding it very difficult, but I am trying my very best. My biggest problem is that my feet tremble. I'll never be able to do it if I can't stop my feet trembling. What are you most nervous about when it comes to learning to drive? Women drivers are mostly frowned upon. If a woman drives a car, it's never going to be seen in a good light. The women are living in a dormitory at the school. Who's the message? They're in their 20s, and it's the first time most of them have ever lived away from parents or in-laws. Konica tells me why she's so needed to get away, and about her husband and the child she lost in the ninth month of pregnancy. After I conceived, for a month he took great care of me and behaved wonderfully with me. But from the second month, he started inflicting that same old torture on me yet again. Beat me. Fine. But a new person is coming who isn't yet a sentient being. Why would you beat them? I was in hospital having treatment. That's when they told me the child had died. This will help me a lot, it really will, because I died. I died then. But now that I've survived, this will help a lot. Konica's really taking to being behind the wheel. Straight to the end of the road, use your indicator. Her instructor even has to tell her off for overconfidence. I told you not to do this. Oh, come on, what's the problem? No, there is a problem. You can't do this while moving. Fantastic! Thank you went. You, you put the car into reverse for the first time. That was great. Well done. How do you feel? I'm really happy, especially because I did it in front of you, and my instructor didn't correct me either. I did it all the first time she asked me. I'm really happy. On her day off, Mafusa hopes for no flat tyres on her way home to see her family. She's invited me along. 
difficult marriage ended in January and she's anxious to earn a salary. People will respect me more when I start supporting my family. I want to help my father by supporting the family like a son would. Since I am the eldest, I want him to see that I can be like a son. So you think your father will be more proud of you now that you're learning to do a job that would normally be done by a man? Yes, he will be very happy. He never expected that a daughter could actually do this. When I left for driving school, he was very skeptical about a girl wanting to learn how to drive. The idea was absurd to him. He did not want to let me come. Mafusa spots her two-year-old daughter, Muskan. Hello. She's being nice looked after by Mafusa's mother, Rahana. Thank you for having us. Are you looking forward to your daughter driving you around Dhaka? <laughs> yes, I'll be very happy. No one in the village has a driving license. Her father, Maburak, looks after the cow that the whole family depends on. How many people in your family have to live off the cow? Six or seven people. Mubarak tells me that milk from the cow earns his family about £3.50 a day. But they're struggling because he sold half his land to pay for Mufusa's dowry. You can earn twice as much from driving as you can from this. My family will not have to struggle so much. Are you nervous about that? Are you worried that maybe at the end of this you might not get a job? Of course. Of course I will get a job. That goes without saying. Mafusa was 15 when she entered an arranged marriage. Her father thought it would secure her future. Just as I was about to take my school exams, a proposal of marriage came to my family. They came one Friday and took me away the next Friday. Now her father has to support her and her daughter and cope with the shame of her divorce. My father can't be proud of me as a daughter. How come my life worked out this way? I want my life to be beautiful. I want to support my parents and to make my parents proud. I want my daughter to have a better life than I do. Competition. You wouldn't believe these uh, delicate feminine girls are capable of such gluttony. What did they teach you today? Nothing different today. I forgot to put the indicator on. Hey, I forgot to put the indicator on too. I keep forgetting. Everything else is fine, but I forget to put my indicator on. The women are keen to be out on the roads, but they've been warned that tomorrow they must stay within school grounds. The driving school all seems a bit of a bubble, but as soon as you walk through the gates, it's impossible not to be confronted by what's going on outside. The streets are emptying because hundreds of thousands of Islamist demonstrators are about to enter the capital in a protest they've dubbed the Long March. Everyone fears it will be violent and that women will be targets. There are basically no private cars left on the road, so just hopped a little rickshaw over to 
Motadil, which is where the long march is supposed to be coming into tomorrow morning. People are out and about, but this is very, very quiet for Dhaka traffic. The next morning, the Islamists take over the capital. Bangladesh is a, is a very secular, moderate Muslim country. Normally it's not necessary to even cover one's head. I've just been asked to cover up more than I already am. The atmosphere becomes more intimidating. Among their demands, the demonstrators want a ban on men and women mixing in public and for the government to cancel policies aimed at giving women equal rights. This could threaten the women's driving school. As you can see, women are not part of these protests, so we're going to head out. Later, we hear that seven female Bangladeshi journalists are attacked while covering the protests. Back at the school, Mafusa says the protesters are trying to turn back the clock. We won't sit at home. We will go out. Men can do it. We can do it. There's no difference between a man and a woman. You can't be intimidated and not go outside because of fighting. Some people are intimidated, but I'm not afraid. Though several driving days are lost to protests, the students do get back on the streets. Happy Morandi has defied her parents to be on the course. She's unmarried and determined to gain a skill that lets her earn her own money and choose a husband when she wants. What will you do with this? Where do you have to hold it? In the middle? Yes, in the middle. Start again. Take it left, left, left. Be quick, be quick. Put on your indicator. First make your car straight, then the indicator will go off by itself. I feel a little bit... Um, Excited? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Full of adrenaline. Was it nerve-wracking? Were you scared? You didn't look scared. You looked like you were owning the road there. But having rebelled against her parents, Happy's feeling vulnerable. If I fail and leave, then when I go home, I will have to tolerate their taunting. They'll say, we tried to stop you, you didn't listen to us. The women get an hour's driving practice a day. Feeling good, happy? <laughs> feeling good, Feeling good, but sometimes I'm feeling afraid. Feeling afraid? Not afraid, but I have forgotten everything. Not afraid, but I have forgotten everything, like indicators. You're doing very well. Quickly, quickly. Happy's not making the progress she wants. Her confidence is ebbing away. 
It's the start of the third week at driving school, and the women are having an assessment. First comes a written test. Their hopes for the future depend on this course. No one wants to return to their village of failure. Next, they must drive on the road while a camera records every mistake. Konica is first and looks confident. Happy is up next. She's nervous. How was that? <laughs> Do you feel like you've done well? Do you feel like you've passed? No. Oh. No, I'm afraid of my new teacher. You're afraid of your teacher? Good luck, Mafusa. Thank you. You want like to say? Mafus has done fine. Happy knows she hasn't. She's all right? All right. Do you think she's passed? Much, much better. Much better than happy. Oh. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry, but it's true. Happy? Driving lessons to power port. If I get a driving license, then I would feel truly happy, but not now. I have a fear of failure deep down inside. If someone's determined, then problems can be overcome, and I should be prepared to face the consequences if I fail. I know that the girls have been dreading this moment. It's when the examiner that they're all scared of is going to talk them through their practical test. Konika. So far your progress has been fine. Mafuza did pretty much okay. Happy. What mistakes do you think you've made? I forgot to check my rear view mirror and I didn't use my left indicator. Then there was another violation. You took too long to stop. If a child comes running, or there's an obstruction, then what will you do? Happy's told she'll need extra lessons, but that she's not going to lose her place on the course. Big sense of relief, hey? Well done. I, th I thought at one point that you might not escape out of that classroom because he's so tough on you. But I'm thrilled. Mafusa has done so well, her instructor offers her a new challenge. He's driven her close to home. 
and now she's going to try and drive the final stretch herself. We're um, just outside Mafusa's village at the moment and we're going to go for a spin. Very exciting. The instructor tells me to keep my foot on the emergency brake, just in case. <laughs> OK, I'm going to put my seatbelt on. So there are probably still a few challenges ahead, but Mafusa is driving home. It's her village. Any minute now, her daughter, her mother, her father, they're all going to see her driving home. And that feels like a pretty extraordinary accomplishment. As she makes her way, Neither of us spot the rickshaw driver who's creeping up on our inside. There's no damage done. We navigate our way along the narrow village road. Go straight, go straight. Just keep the wheel very straight. Hey, Sandia, get out of the way. Very straight. Okay. Oh, we made it. Everyone in the village saw me drive. I feel really proud. Now I think my dad has faith that I'll be able to drive. It's hard to overstate how revolutionary these young women are, trying to forge a life independent from men. Of the 60 women who've already passed this course, only a quarter have managed to get jobs as drivers. The challenges are just beginning. We have to move ahead. The men want to leave us behind. They want that we stay behind. We want to move forward. We have to have the courage, the confidence, the strength of mind. We can do it. And thanks to Clemency Burton-Hill in Bangladesh. This Unreported World podcast is part of an extensive programme archive that you can watch from anywhere in the world by visiting the website at channel4.com forward slash unreported world. You'll also discover behind-the-scenes footage, exclusive articles and details on how to join the Unreported World conversation on Twitter and Facebook. Until next week, from me, Krishnan Giri Murthy, goodbye. <laughs>